Hey, I'm Jordan, that's Lauren, and welcome to the His Film, Her Movie podcast. Welcome to episode six, sponsored by Cold and Flu Tablets. (laughs) (laughs) Throat lozenges. Hey, I don't I don't have throat lozenges. I just man up and get through it. No, he needs throat lozenges. No. So um for the update for any anybody who didn't see our post, we are a week late doing this one because Jordan was dying of man flu. I was. I sounded just like a man. <laughs> um, and so we're recording this pretty much as soon as we've got back from Glasgow, yeah. from being at a wedding last night. And I'm a bit tired. You sounded. I want my nana nap. <laughs> you can have your nana nap after we record, all right. Yay, nana naps. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to the His Film Her Movie podcast, yep. where we take a situation or subject, both pick a film on it, discuss it, mm-hmm. or discuss them, and... Just generally have a natter. And it's a good excuse to watch films. It is. Especially films that we might not have seen for a while. Exactly. And f- to be honest, with these two, I hadn't seen in a long time. Um, and it'd be an interesting to talk to um, see just why we chose them. Mm-hmm. So what topic are we doing this week? We're doing messed up kids films this week. <laughs> so the ones that scarred you as a child. Or, in the case of mine... Scarred one of your little cousins after you took them to go see it at the cinema. She's <laughs> not been the same since. <laughs> so my choice is 1982's Don Bluth film, um, The Secret of Nim. Yeah. Which had you seen before? No, I hadn't seen it. Did you have, Did you know anything about it? Anything? I'd heard like The Secret of Nim, but I'd not actually watched it. Right. And when it first started. Um, I do know that we've had a few comments when, I've, when we put up the clues for it earlier on last week and people thought it was Watership Down. Yes. Um, and people were like, don't do Watership Down. This just is terrifying and heartbreaking. But this one was like a different kind and I quite yeah. liked it. Cool. Yeah. And what have you chosen? I picked the 2009 Henry Selick film Coraline. From the Neil Gaiman book. Yes. I love that film. <laughs> we'll get into it. Hey, which one do you want to do first? Should we do Coraline first? Should we do Coraline first? Yes, we'll do that one first. Black is traditional. But if you'd prefer pink, or vermilion, or chartreuse. <sighs> no, you might make me jealous. No way! You're not sewing buttons in my eyes! Oh, but we need a yes. If you want to stay here... So sharp, you won't feel a thing. Ow! There now. It's your decision, darling. We only want what's best for you. I'm going to bed. Right now. Bed? Before dinner? I'm really, really tired, yeah. I just need to sleep on things. Well, of course you do, darling. I'll be happy to tuck you in. Oh, no thanks. Uh, you, you've done so much already. You're welcome. <gasps> and I... We aren't worried at all, darling. 
Soon you'll see things our way. So, uh, for people who have not watched Coraline, it is about a little girl who moves with her parents to a new house, a new um, town, a new state by yeah. the looks, by the sounds of it, when you watch it. Um, and um, she is given a little doll that looks exactly like her and that leads her to finding a secret doll going through it and finding her other mother and her other family where, where it all seems very nice and very good but then it progressively just goes bad like really really bad and then she has to pick between her other mother or her real mother and um, then save her parents and save the souls of other kids yeah. who have been trapped by the other mother. So, firstly, why do you like it? And secondly, why is it a messed up movie? Okay, I like it because I'm a fan of the style. It's done by using stop animation. I love that type of style. Everything in this film was actually handmade for the film. So when you watch it, you can see like Coraline's little knitted jumpers that have actually been knitted mm. and everything's been made for it. How it's been shot, um, which I'll go into a little bit more about how they sort of yeah. designed it. And one of the things that really messes you up when you're watching it is that the other family, the other mother, they don't have eyes, they have buttons for eyes. Yeah. And it's something so simple, especially when you look at sort of like rag dolls, they probably have buttons for eyes, like if they're old or anything. And But you see them and it, it just, just how it's shot, it's creepy. Everything's very creepy, it's very pointy, very angular. Yeah. It, it's, if you take away the eyes, something becomes instantly sinister. Yeah. Because that's... It's like what they say, like the humanity lies in the eyes. And there is just no humanity in the other mother. And then the idea that for Coraline to stay is that she has to have buttons sewn into her eyes. And that just freaks me out to think of that. Well, I mean, the biggest fear in my life is anything to do with my eyes. I mean, I have terrible eyes to begin with. (laughs) Um, I'm almost blind and can't. Well, can't see colours very well. And he ended up with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's like being blind is just terrifying to me. Like, yeah. how you just cut off from the world. It is one of my biggest phobias, biggest fears. Um, this is was the first film, I think, made by Leica, which is the company that made it. Yeah. Um, and they do have, like, a special place in my heart. Like, they still... I don't think they've still... They've not made a bad movie yet. I love the box rolls. I love um, Kubo and the Two Strings, Paranorman. I it's, can't watch Paranorman. I know, because it's got zombies in it. It's just creepy. It looks really good. It It, it is wonderful. It, it looks really, really good. It's, it's really fun. But it's again, really... another one. Child's films shouldn't have zombies coming to eat you in it. <laughs> Okay, that is not a child-friendly topic. But and that, but the thing is, really, with, with with stop animation, it is when you're watching it, it's kind of awe-inspiring for the amount of labour that has to go into it. I mean, there's loads of like lapse photography yeah. of people of the guys who are there doing the animation. Mm-hmm. You can see them 
do a, a sequence which must take them seven hours, it, but you're wrapped into like nine seconds of time. It's it's just it's a genre that I've always loved. Like my favourite thing to watch when I was a kid was Pingu. Right. And he's just a little plasticine penguin making newt newt noises <laughs> and pretending to brush his teeth. I loved that when I was a kid. Absolutely loved it. And then um, Wallace and Gromit, those yeah. films, absolute institution. Just yeah. and it, but the thing as well also is like it's. I think it can't add to the creepiness of it because of the way they move. I mean, yeah, it's wonderful, but they always do have that sort of jolty. It's it's never quite it's never quite smooth. Yeah. No matter, I think you can't because you're manually moving it, mm-hmm. and even if you move it like half a millimeter too far, it it jolts. Yeah. It is a little jolt. So the way that she, the way that Coraline moves, you watch it and it's, it's very seamless and it's very good. But at the same time, there's something slightly unnatural yeah. about it. It's very, I always, I always think it's quite, it's always slightly exaggerated, like a dance. Yeah, definitely. When you're watching it and she's sort of moving and you're like, you're just watching like, oh yeah, it's fine. But then when you start looking at these things, you're like, Right. But that's the thing. Then you add that into a uh, sort of a bit more of a, an environment where things do seem to have a bit of a, like a Tim Burton vibe. You do get that from yes. the opening sequences. Because that's what and I the... originally thought it was. The first time I watched it, yeah. I thought it was a Tim Burton film because he has made films that look very, very similar. similar. Yeah. Um, it was actually um, the concept artist was a ja- Japanese uh, illustrator called Tah- Tadahiro. Ugisaki? <laughs> I can't say his name. I love, how, I love how you go over the end. Ugisaki? Okay. Usagi? There we are. There you go, Usugi. And his idea was so that way when you watch it, the reality, it's bleak and it's grey. It's always raining. Mm. And it's kind of miserable. And that's very much the... It's real life and everything. Um, But then when you go into... The other mother's world, everything is very bright, it's very colourful, it's the best of everything. Yeah. So you go through and Coraline's parents are a writer and by the looks of it, a copywriter. Yeah. They're very, very busy, they've just moved, they're trying to get work, so they don't really have time for her, which is very hard for a child, she's got no friends... She, the only people that she knows are her parents, and her parents are... There's loads of boxes around her because not finished unpacking. It's a very turbulent sort of time. So when she goes through to the other... The other world. The other world, she she gets the attention. She gets the food that she likes. Her parents are constantly trying to make her eat healthy things, which, yeah, I hate that. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to just have no. vegetables constantly. That's no fun. And she gets everything that she's kind of missing or what she perceives that she's missing in her real life the other thing as well that I really like about it is all the adults uh, characters how they do body shapes everything's exaggerated everything's very strange Um, they're very pointy or very fat or the um none of them have like normal features no Mr Bobinski's got Tiny little single leg on a huge top half. Yeah. 
which it, it's it's done in a way where you can see it's being a part of a child's imagination. Mr. Babinski can imagine him being an ex-strong man yes. from the way he is, but the way she sees him as just tiny little legs, great big body, gone south and yes. everything. Her dad's always sitting at the computer, so he's got a very long Long nose, long, long features. Because he's always leaning forward and leaning in. Her mum is the person who uh, is always tellering off, so she's sharp and she's pointy because yeah. that's how she sees her personality as being. I mean, there's one question I wouldn't mind asking because it's it's a different one with certain different films, well, especially when, you, when you've got a child main character. Mm-hmm. And that is, it's generally the child character who's not seeing the world the way you really should, then they get into trouble. <clears throat> Whereas I just think the parents are bad parents. The door, it, it's, it's not... They're just shouting at her, at her because she's being a child. Like, she's not really doing anything wrong. Yeah, she's not doing anything wrong. But the first few times I've watched her, like, oh, these parents are rubbish. They're just shouting at her. She's just... She wants, like, some gloves yeah. or something. Can't have the gloves. Did you see the price tag on those gloves? They were, like, $30 for a pair of orange gloves, okay? They've just moved. They're trying to get work. Can see why a mum doesn't want to blow thirty bucks. I understand, but pa- but the kid doesn't see it like that because it's done from a kid's point of view. Her parents are trying; they are they're very stressed. They're trying to do something for her. They're trying to do improve their lives if they can. But there is going to be a little bit of an upheaval, and the space in which this is set is maybe what a week. It's the first week of getting in a new house. It's stressful yeah, and it's... I understand. For, for me, it was just when she goes to see her mother for the first time, it literally, she says a word and her mother's like, ugh, what are you doing here? And it's sort of like, okay, well... But you don't know what, what's happened before that. We don't know. But, 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 but the we, film doesn't tell us that story. It doesn't so. tell us that story, but I think the more that you watch it, you can kind of maybe see, okay, has she maybe been told... Go unpack. Because she doesn't unpack. Yeah, I understand. Go sort this out. Go do this. So we can have two hours of just work and then we can sit. Yeah, but if it... If it yeah, I know what you mean, but if it, yeah. if, 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 it, that, if it's trying to tell us that, then it needs to show us that. It's I get, just like, I get I, I, that. I, I, it's just like, I'm, I'm completely on Coraline's side, saying like... I'm on her side, but it's also a film that I've watched quite a few times. And I think it is one of those films where if you do watch it more, you pick up on on different okay. things. And I think you it's it, it's like when you watch like when we were saying about how when we watch like The Little Mermaid, yeah. like, when she's a kid and you like, it's from her point of view and she's in love, and then you get older and you're like, damn girl, you're sixteen. Okay, you're not in love. It's it's when you get a little bit older and it's like you. I don't want to spoil it at the end, but the, at the end of the film. Her mum and dad have gone, okay, right, we've, we've got the crap out the way. We've, we've, we're in the house. We've got... They we're obviously trying to reach some sort of deadline. They've reached the deadline. They've got the job. And they're like, right, to make it up to you, we're really sorry we've been so stressed. We're going to do this and we're going to do this. And they do stuff that she enjoys. and Because there will have been times where both of us, as parents, have been like, listen, we are just yeah, stressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think... They don't put her on the back burner. They're just like, we need to have this done. This is the whole... She even, my mom even says this is the reason why we've moved here. Yeah, yeah. They can't just drop everything. And it just seems it's a bit unfortunate that it's absolutely peeing it down outside the entire time. Whereas it, 
by the sounds of it, Connor's quite an outdoorsy sort of girl. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they were thinking, right, well, she can come here, and if the weather's nice, she can just be outside playing. Yeah, yeah. The entire time. But I get what you mean. The, I think when you watch it, you are automatically on Coraline's side. I think the more that you watch it, you can maybe sometimes be a little bit like, okay, I've seen what... You, you pick up on a little bit more different yeah. nuances. And I think what, what it, it does, and why it does it that way, is that it should, makes the other world seem a hell of a lot more appealing. It does. And then you, when you go in there with Coraline, it's like, okay, this is actually really nice. And yeah. I'm getting the, she's getting the things that she deserves. Yeah, her dad isn't working. That's what I noticed was she goes in and her mum and dad aren't working. Yeah. She doesn't want them to work, but they have to. Yeah. And then, but it's the work at the moment that's getting in the way of them doing anything together as a family. And her dad's like, oh no, I don't need it. I'm not doing work. And his computer's turned into a piano. Yes. Because he sings silly songs to her in the real world and he does it more in in, in this yeah. world. So what else makes it a messed up movie for you? The other mother. The other mother. The other mother. The other mother before she morphs or after she morphs? The whole thing. <laughs> okay. Um, Mum, I'm really sorry if you listen to this, but she has the same haircut as you. So when, uh, when, she, when, she, t- when she tells her off, I was like, ah, it's Mum telling me off. She does. Yeah. She has got the same hairstyle as my mum. It's not a bad hairstyle. My mum looks awesome. But... When she's telling Coral, when she's shouting at Coraline, I was like, oh crap, it's me getting told off again when I'm six. <laughs> totally yeah. took me back. But um, she's, you see it with Coraline. She, um, you go through and Coraline says something and you notice something about the other one. Everything's too good. Nobody's that happy. Everything's very false with her. Which Caroline kind of gets a little bit of a inkling at yeah. first because she says something and you see her like look at the other mother's hand and the other mother's just like tapping her hand. Yeah. The child catchery. Yes, a bit impatient, a bit like right. I need to get on to the next bit. We need to do this, but she kind of puts it to the back of her mind and then she goes back and again, it sort of happens again. But there's parts in the other world that I absolutely love. Like, you have Miss Spink and Miss Forcible, who are played by Jennifer Saunders and Don French, who are just wonderful. And they put on this great big show for all their dogs that are no longer dead. Because <laughs> in the real world, they have loads of Scotty dogs. And when they die, they just put stuff, them, them. stuff them and put them in little angel outfits yeah. and then put them around their flat, which is terrifying. <laughs> So yeah, they do that, and it's just it's just it's just funny. Also, a little bit rude. Yeah, you can see that. Just, they've just got a pair of pasties on, yeah. boobs out. Definitely. Um, but it, it's funny. The um, mice circus, which is I think is really good, and I always think that looks really good. It's actually um, Ian McShane who plays Mr. Babinski. Yeah. And he is also playing Odin yeah. in uh, American Gods. And he's just, he's great. Yeah. Though I feel like I've seen him in like some sort of other child thing when I was younger. Lovejoy? So. Oh yeah, he was in Lovejoy. He was Lovejoy. He was. Completely forgot about Lovejoy. Yeah. And he was in Game of Thrones. He was for, a, for an episode, wasn't for he? For an yeah. episode, yeah, he was in that. 
the thing that makes me when when she goes back the second time yeah what freaks me out is the other YB so in the real in the real world there's another little boy he's called YB um, and his grandmother owns the house that they it's like sort of separated out into yeah. three different apartments and his grandmother owns that house and he says I'm not allowed in that house yeah. my grandmother grew up in there her sister went missing when they, she was a child she's never let me in that house which is very strange yeah. so he just plays outside and then when Coraline makes some sort of comment about why be in the first time she goes about how he's annoying and really talkative and then when she goes back the other mother's going oh i made another yb for you and she's like oh it's gonna be really annoying but he can't speak yeah and then you've got like the yb with the forced smile using, oh, using the, yes the... when she when she like sort of sews the smile into yeah. him everything in the, the she's doing it for Coraline to get Coraline to stay in this yeah. other world and everything's just a bit creepy. It is, and it's, again, it's that, that sort of gothic, slightly off-centre style that he has. It just sort of, it is, it is very quite Tim burton but when things don't quite match, especially the way, I mean, the character design. Same haircut as you. <laughs> so when, uh, when, she, when, she t- when she tells her off, I was like, ah, it's mum telling me off. <laughs> she does. Yeah. She has got the same hairstyle as my mum. It's not a bad hairstyle. My mum looks awesome. <laughs> but when she's telling Coraline, when she's shouting at Coraline, I was like, oh crap, it's me getting told off again when I'm six. <laughs> totally yeah. took me back. But um, she's... You see it with Coraline. She, um, you go through, and Coraline says something, and you notice something about the other. Everything's too good. Nobody's that happy. Everything's very false with her, which Coraline kind of gets a little bit of a inkling at yeah. first because she says something, and you see her like look at the other mother's hand, and the other mother's just like tapping her hand. Yeah. A bit child catchery. Yes. A bit impatient, a bit like, right, I need to get on to the next bit, we need to do this. But she kind of puts it to the back of her mind, and then she goes back, and again, it sort of happens again. But there's parts in the other world that I absolutely love. Like, you have Miss Spink and Miss Forcible, who are played by Jennifer Saunders and Don French, <laughs> who are just wonderful. And they put on this great big show... For all their dogs that are no longer dead. Because in the real world, they have loads of Scotty dogs. And when they die, they just stuff them them and put them in little angel outfits. And then put them around their flat. Which is terrifying. (laughs) So yeah, they do that. And it's it's just funny. Also, a little bit rude. Yeah, you can see that. They've just got a pair of pasties on. Boobs out. Definitely. Um, but it, it's funny. The um, mice circus, which is, I think is really good. And I always think that looks really good. It's actually um, Ian McShane who plays Mr. Babinski. Yeah. And he is also playing Odin yeah. in um, American Gods. And he's just, he's great. Yeah. Though I feel like I've seen him in like some sort of other child thing when I was younger. Full so. of joy. Oh yeah, he was in Lovejoy. He was Lovejoy. He was. 
completely forgot about Lovejoy. Yeah. And he was in Game of Thrones. He was for, a, for an episode, wasn't he? For an he? episode, yeah. he was in that. The thing that makes me, when, when she goes back the second time, yeah, what freaks me out, is the other YB. So, in the real in the real world, there's another little boy. He's called YB, um, and his grandmother owns the house that they. It's like sort of separated out into yeah. three different apartments, and his grandmother owns that house. And he says, "I'm not allowed in that house." Yeah. My grandmother grew up in there. Her sister went missing when they, she was a child. She's never let me in that house, which is very strange. Yeah. So he just plays outside. And then when Coraline makes some sort of comment about YB in the first time she goes, about how he's annoying and really talkative. And then when she goes back, the other mother's going, oh, I made another YB for you. And she's like, oh, it's going to be really annoying. But he can't speak. Yeah. And then you've got like the YB with the forced smile. You know, oh, using the, yes. The... When she when she like sort of sews the smile into yeah. him. Everything in the, the... She's doing it for Coraline to get Coraline to stay in this yeah. other world and everything's just a bit creepy. It is. And it's, again, it's that, that sort of gothic, slightly off-centre style that he has. It is sort of it is it is very quite Tim Burton-y, but when things don't quite match, especially the way I mean the character design from neither all of them are all sort of a bit skew if, mm-hmm. but when you've got the second mother and like how her hands are made kind of of like um, sewing needles, they are. I made a note they're actually all just sewing when she when she morphs. Yeah, she's a giant sort of. Spider, yeah. same haircut as you. So when uh, when she when she t- when she tells her off, I was like, ah, it's mum telling me off. She does. Yeah, she has got the same hairstyle as my mum. It's not a bad hairstyle. My mum looks awesome. But when she's telling Coral, when she's shouting at Coraline, I was like, oh crap, it's me getting told off again when I'm six. <laughs> totally yeah. took me back. But um, she's. You see it with Coraline. She, um, you go through and Coraline says something and you notice something about the other one. Everything's too good. Nobody's that happy. Everything's very false with her, which Coraline kind of gets a little bit of a inkling at yeah. first because she says something and you see her like look at the other mother's hand and the other mother's just like tapping her hand. Yeah. A bit child catchery. Yes. A bit impatient. A bit like, right, I need to get on to the next bit. We need to do this. But she kind of puts it to the back of her mind. And then she goes back. And again, it sort of happens again. But there's parts in the other world that I absolutely love. Like, you have Miss Spink and Miss Forcible, who are played by Jennifer Saunders and Don French, <laughs> who are just wonderful. And they put on this great big show... For all their dogs that are no longer dead, because in the real world, they have loads of Scotty dogs. And when they die, they just put stuff, them, them. stuff them and put them in little angel outfits yeah. and then put them around their flat, which is terrifying. <laughs> so, yeah, they do that. And it's just it's just it's just funny. Also, a little bit rude. Yeah, you can say they that. Just, they've just got a pair of pasties on, yeah. boobs out. Definitely. Um, but it's funny. 
the um, Mice Circus, which is, I think is really good. And I always think that looks really good. It's actually um, Ian McShane who plays Mr. Babinski. Yeah. And he is also playing Odin yeah. in uh, American Gods. And he's just, he's great. Yeah. Though I feel like I've seen him in like some sort of other child thing when I was younger. Love so. Joy? Oh yeah, he was in Love Joy. He was Love Joy. He was. Completely forgot about Love Joy. Yeah. And he was in Game of Thrones. He was for, a, for an episode, wasn't for he? For an yeah. episode, yeah, he was in that. The thing that makes me, when, when she goes back the second time, yeah, what freaks me out is the other YB. So, in the real in the real world, there's another little boy. He's called YB, um, and his grandmother owns the house that they. It's like sort of separated out into yeah. three different apartments, and his grandmother owns that house. And he says, "I'm not allowed in that house." Yeah. My grandmother grew up in there. Her sister went missing when they, she was a child. She's never let me in that house, which is very strange. Yeah. So he just plays outside. And then when Coraline makes some sort of comment about YB and the first time she goes, about how he's annoying and really talkative. And then when she goes back, the other mother's going, oh, I made another YB for you. And she's like, oh, it's going to be really annoying. He can't speak. Yeah. And then you've got like the YB with the forced smile. You know, oh, using the, yes. The... When she when she like sort of sews the smile into yeah. him. Everything in the, the... She's doing it for Coraline to get Coraline to stay in this yeah. other world and everything's just a bit creepy. It is. And it's, again, it's that, that sort of gothic, slightly off-centre style that he has. It just sort of it is it is very quite Tim Burtony, but when things don't quite match, especially the way I mean the character design from neither all of them are all sort of a bit skew if, mm-hmm. but when you've got the second mother and like how her hands are made kind of of like um, sewing needles, they are. I made a note that actually all just sewing when she when she morphs, yeah, she's a giant sort of spider made out of sewing needles and everything is just she's just so angular and so pointy that's it and it's like that as soon as you see someone pointy it's like as a kid what are you told you're saying don't touch that you're going to hurt yourself it's pointy don't touch fire you're going to burn yourself because you're going to hurt and then it's like if you see those sharp needles then that's what I think makes it feel even more creepier yeah it's like danger yeah Danger, stay away from it. It's going to And also you. the score. And I'm going to talk about the score of the, the next film as well, but it sort of has that sort of that plinkety plonkety sort of Danny Elfman esque. Yes. Sort of like, oh, this is creepy, but it's fun. Um, but no, I mean, it's a film that I haven't seen probably since 2009, and I enjoyed it. I, I think it's really, it's a, it's a nice little movie. It is. It's, it's really good. I think if you want to, you know, Sky our children, yeah, for a bit. I think it is a really good way of doing that. I think it's fun. It is, and I think as well. I could get into this a little bit more, but it's like um, for age groups. I think I've went for this one, but maybe it was maybe seven or eight, nine. You think okay, go watch them and be creeped out. But I've the one I've chosen. I think maybe for like three or 
four, four or five-year-old. Same haircut as you. So when, uh, when, she, when, she t- when she tells her off, I was like, ah, it's mum telling me off. She does. Yeah. She has got the same hairstyle as my mum. It's not a bad hairstyle. My mum looks awesome. But when she's telling Coral, when she's shouting at Coraline, I was like, oh, crap, it's me getting told off again when I'm six. <laughs> totally yeah. took me back. But um, she's... You see it with Coraline. She, um, you go through and Coraline says something and you notice something about the other one. Everything's too good. Nobody's that happy. Everything's very false with her, which Coraline kind of gets a little bit of a inkling at yeah. first because she says something and you see her like look at the other mother's hand and the other mother's just like tapping her hand. Yeah. A bit child catchery. Yes. A bit impatient. A bit like, right, I need to get on to the next bit. We need to do this. But she kind of puts it to the back of her mind. And then she goes back. And again, it sort of happens again. But there's parts in the other world that I absolutely love. Like, you have Miss Spink and Miss Forcible, who are played by Jennifer Saunders and Don French, <laughs> who are just wonderful. And they put on this great big show... For all their dogs that are no longer dead, because in the real world, they have loads of Scotty dogs. And when they die, they just put stuff them, them. stuff them and put them in little angel outfits yeah. and then put them around their flat, which is terrifying. <laughs> so, yeah, they do that. And it's just it's just it's just funny. Also, a little bit rude. Yeah, well, you can see they that. Just, they've just got a pair of pasties on, yeah. boobs out. Definitely. Um, but it, it's funny. The um, Mice Circus, which is, I think is really good. And I always think that looks really good. It's actually um, Ian McShane who plays Mr. Babinski. Yeah. And he is also playing Odin yeah. in uh, American Gods. And he's just, he's great. Yeah. Though I feel like I've seen him in like some sort of other child thing when I was younger. Love so. Joy. Oh, yeah, he was in Lovejoy. He was Lovejoy. He was. Completely forgot about Lovejoy. Yeah. And he was in Game of Thrones. He was for, a, for an episode, wasn't for he? For an yeah. episode, yeah, he was in that. The thing that makes me, when when she goes back the second time, yeah, what freaks me out, is the other YB. So, in the real, in the real world, there's another little boy, he's called YB. Um, and his grandmother owns the house that they... It's like sort of separated out into yeah. three different apartments. And his grandmother owns that house. And he says, I'm not allowed in that house. Yeah. My grandmother grew up in there. Her sister went missing when they, she was a child. She's never let me in that house, which is very strange. Yeah. So he just plays outside. And then when Coraline makes some sort of comment about... YB and the first time she goes about how he's annoying and really talkative and then when she goes back the other mother's going oh I made another YB for you and she's like oh it's going to be really annoying but he can't speak yeah and then you've got like the YB with the forced smile you oh, using the, yes the... when she when she like sort of sews the smile into yeah. him everything in the, the she's doing it for Coraline to get Coraline to stay in this yeah. other world and everything's just a bit creepy. It is, and it's, again, it's that, that sort of gothic, slightly off-centre style that he has. 
it just sort of it is it is very quite Tim Burton-y, but when things don't quite match, especially the way I mean the character design from neither all of them are all sort of a bit skew if mm-hmm. but when you've got the second mother and like how her hands are made kind of of like um sewing needles they are i made a note they're actually all just sewing when she when she morphs yeah she's a giant sort of spider yeah. made out of sewing needles and everything is just she's just so angular and so pointy well, that's it and it's like that as soon as you see someone pointy, it's like, as a kid, what are you told? You're saying, don't touch that, you're going to hurt yourself, it's pointy. Don't touch fire, you're going to burn yourself because you're going to hurt. And then it's like, if you see those sharp needles, then that's what I think makes it feel even more creepier. Yeah, it's like danger. Yeah. Danger, stay away from it, it's going to And also you. the score, and I'm going to talk about the score of the, the, the next film as well, but it sort of has that sort of that plinkety-plonkety sort of Danny Elfman-esque. Yes. Sort of like, oh, this is creepy, but it's fun. Um, but no, I mean, it's a film that I haven't seen probably since 2009, and I enjoyed it. I, I think it's really, it's a, it's a nice little movie. It is. It's it's really good. I think if you want to, you know, sky our children yeah. for a bit, I think it is a really good way of doing that. I think it's fun. It is, and I think as well, I could... Getting this a little bit more, but it's like um, for age groups, I think I've went for this one, but maybe it was maybe seven or eight, nine. You think, okay, go watch them and be creeped out. But I've the one I've chosen, I think maybe for like three or four, four or five year old. Same haircut as you. <laughs> so when, uh, when, she, when, she t- when she tells her off, I was like, ah, it's mum telling me off. <laughs> she does. Yeah. She has got the same hairstyle as my mum. Not a bad hairstyle. My mum looks awesome. <laughs> but when she's telling Coral, when she's shouting at Coraline, I was like, oh crap, it's me getting told off again when I'm six. <laughs> totally yeah. took me back. But um, she's, you see it with Coraline. She, um, you go through and Coraline says something and you notice something about the other, everything's too good. Nobody's that happy. Everything's very false with her, which Caroline kind of gets a little bit of a inkling at yeah. first because she says something and you see her like look at the other mother's hand and the other mother's just like tapping her hand. Yeah. A bit child catchery. Yes, a bit impatient, a bit like right. I need to get on to the next bit. We need to do this, but she kind of puts it to the back of her mind and then she goes back and again, it sort of happens again. But there's parts in the other world that I absolutely love. Like, you have Miss Spink and Miss Forcible, who are played by Jennifer Saunders and Don French, who are just wonderful. And they put on this great big show for all their dogs that are no longer dead. Because in the real world, they have loads of Scotty dogs. And when they die, they just put stuff, them, them. stuff them and put them in little angel outfits yeah. and then put them around their flat which is terrifying <laughs> so yeah they do that and it's just it's just it's just funny also a little bit rude yeah you can see they that just, they've just got a pair of pasties on yeah. boobs out definitely um but it, it's funny the um my circus which is I think is really good and I always think that looks really good. It's actually um, Ian McShane who plays Mr. Babinski. Yeah. 
And he is also playing Odin yeah. in uh, American Gods. And he's just, he's great. Yeah. Though I feel like I've seen him in like some sort of other child thing when I was younger. Love so. Joy? Oh yeah, he was in Love Joy. He was Love Joy. He was. Completely forgot about Love Joy. Yeah. And he was in Game of Thrones. He was for, a, for an episode, wasn't for he? For an yeah. episode, yeah, he was in that. The thing that makes me, when, when she goes back the second time, yeah. What freaks me out is the other YB. So in the real in the real world there's another little boy, he's called YB. Um and his grandmother owns the house that they it's like sort of separated out into yeah. three different apartments. And his grandmother owns that house and he says, I'm not allowed in that house. Yeah. My grandmother grew up in there, her sister went missing when they, she was a child. She's never let me in that house, which is very strange. Yeah. So he just plays outside. And then when Coraline makes some sort of comment about YB and the first time she goes, about how he's annoying and really talkative. And then when she goes back, the other mother's going, oh, I made another YB for you. And she's like, oh, it's going to be really annoying. But he can't speak. Yeah. And then you've got like the YB with the forced smile. You oh, using the, yes. The, when she when she like sort of sews the smile into yeah. him. Everything in the, the she's doing it for Coraline to get Coraline to stay in this yeah. other world, and everything's just a bit creepy. It is, and it's again, it's that that sort of gothic, slightly off centre style that he has. It just sort of it is it is very quite Tim Burton-y, but when things don't quite match, especially the way I mean the character design from neither all of them are all sort of a bit skew if, mm-hmm. but when you've got the second mother and like how her hands are made kind of of like um, sewing needles, they are. I made a note they're actually all just sewing when she when she morphs. Yeah, she's a giant sort of spider made out of sewing needles and everything is just she's just so angular and so pointy that's it and it's like that as soon as you say something pointy it's like as a kid what are you told you're saying don't touch that you're going to hurt yourself it's pointy don't touch fire you're going to burn yourself because you're going to hurt and then it's like if you see those sharp needles then that's what I think makes it feel even more creepier yeah it's like danger yeah Danger, stay away from it. It's going to And also you. the score. And I'm going to, I'll talk about the score of the, the next film as well, but it sort of has that sort of that plinkety plonkety sort of Danny Elfman esque. Yes. Sort of like, oh, this is creepy, but it's fun. Um, but no, I mean, it's a film that I haven't seen probably since 2009, and I enjoyed it. I, I think it's really, it's a, it's a nice little movie. It is. It's, it's really good. I think if you want to, you know, Sky our children, yeah, for a bit. I think it is a really good way of doing that. I think it's fun. It is, and I think as well. I could get into this a little bit more, but it's like um, for age groups. I think I've went for this one, but maybe it was maybe seven or eight, nine. You think okay, you watch them and be creeped out. But I've the one I've chosen. I think maybe for like three or. Four, four or five year old. Same haircut as you. <laughs> so when uh, when she when she t- got, when she tells her off, I was like, ah, it's mum telling me off. <laughs> she does. Yeah. She has got the same hairstyle as my mum. It's not a bad hairstyle. My mum looks awesome. <laughs> but 
when she's telling Coral, when she's shouting at Coraline, I was like, oh crap, it's me getting told off again when I'm six. <laughs> totally yeah. took me back. But um, she's, you see it with Coraline. She, um, you go through and Coraline says something and you notice something about the other one. Everything's too good. Nobody's that happy. Everything's very false with her. Which Caroline kind of gets a little bit of a inkling at yeah. first because she says something and you see her like look at the other mother's hand and the other mother's just like tapping her hand. Yeah. A bit child catchery. Yes. A bit impatient, a bit like, right, I need to get on to the next bit, we need to do this. But she kind of puts it to the back of her mind and then she goes back and again it sort of happens again. But there's parts in the other world that I absolutely love. Like, you have Miss Spink and Miss Forcible, who are played by Jennifer Saunders and Don French, who are just wonderful. And they put on this great big show for all their dogs that are no longer dead. Because in the real world, they have loads of Scotty dogs. And when they die, they just put stuff them, them. stuff them and put them in whole angel outfits yeah. and then put them around their flat, which is terrifying. <laughs> So yeah, they do that, and it's just it's just it's just funny. Also, a little bit rude. Yeah, you can see they've that. Just, they've just got a pair of pasties on, yeah. boobs out. Definitely. Um, but it, it's funny. The um mice circus, which is I think is really good, and I always think that looks really good. It's actually um Ian McShane who plays Mr. Babinski. Yeah. And he is also playing Odin yeah. in uh, American Gods. And he's just, he's great. Yeah. Though I feel like I've seen him in like some sort of other child thing when I was younger. Love so. Joy? Oh yeah, he was in Love Joy. He was Love Joy. He was. Completely forgot about Love Joy. Yeah. And he was in Game of Thrones. He was for, a, for an episode, wasn't he? For an he? episode, yeah, he was in that. The thing that makes me, when, when she goes back the second time, 